You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Hey, everybody. It's Jen. Um, you are about to listen to our live episode that we recorded uh, in Manhattan Beach at the Comic Bug with special guest Graham Elwood. Just as an FYI, the audio is a little weird. Something happened with the recording. We're not sure what happened. Some people are loud. Some people are quiet. Uh, but it should still be great, and we hope that you enjoy it. And thanks again for listening. And we uh, want to thank uh, Mike and June from the Comic Bug in Manhattan Beach uh, and Ben at the store. They are fantastic the rad people who helped us with our PowerPoint presentation and everything. So <laughs> yes. thank you guys. And uh, also thank you again to Graham Elwood. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Graham Elwood and uh, Comedy Film Nerds uh, is his podcast. And of course, always as thank you goes out to uh, Comics on Comics and uh, Sideshow Network. Yep. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. This is fantastic. Welcome to Worst Collection over here on Sideshow Network. Brought to you by Comics on Comics, where the greatest comic minds meet the greatest minds in comics. I'm Sean. And I'm Jen. And uh, basically, uh, the show, most of the show, worst collection ever, we've been explaining this to a few folks, and this is the first time explaining this to people, to their faces. Like a live show. A live show. Um, This is a show where we purposely, uh, our collection is probably worth... Nothing. Nothing. But we own a lot Literally of. We nothing. have at least like ten small boxes and stuff. So it's, but it's, but it's, it's just boxes of nothing. It's garbage. It's yeah. stuff that, but it, but garbage, good garbage, stuff that I vet we value the oh, read. No, we love it. It's just no one else would ever give us money for it. So it is the worst collection ever. And, and to justify buying all these books and we all these a podcasts. Yeah, we started a podcast. We went to all these stores, and it was like, well. If I'm gonna, if, if somebody's gonna say to us, you you spent all your money on comics, wasted all your money on comic books. Obviously, they don't know the value of a podcast, and hence, right? here we are. And uh, since it's a it's a live event, our first one, our very first one, Ooh, live. Thank you. Uh, we are excited to introduce a guest with us today, uh, the mighty Graham Elwood. Yes. <laughs> Yay, Graham! Don't feel shame for these titles. <laughs> you have three boxes of awesomeness. Oh, uh, you well. Got. You've got three boxes of, you know, uh, you don't have to explain to anybody. No. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it's like if I have a friend that comes over, you know, I used to have a friend who was like, Sean, you spent all your money on comic books. And it's like, and, and sometimes I feel ashamed. And then I got married and my wife decided that she also likes comics. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and embrace this. Right. And the perfect marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> if I do say so myself, let's talk about how awesome we are. Um, but, uh, but let's get into... Our first book. Uh, our first book today is going to be. I'm sorry, Jen. Do you have something that you want to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say thank you so much to Graham for oh, coming yes. out. Sure. Graham from Comedy Film Nerds, a fantastic podcast, uh, comedian extraordinaire, uh, has been kind enough to drive to this comic book store in Manhattan Beach to be our very first guest. Yes, we're we're, we're actually. Uh, you are our first guest. We only do this together. You are our very first guest. Oh, wow, this is awesome. Yes, and uh, we, we, by the way, we are live here at the Comic Bug in Manhattan Beach. Yes. Uh, thecomicbug.com. <laughs> Yay! 
fantastic store uh, with plenty of dollar boxes, of, uh, incidentally. So uh, we are excited for by. that. I thought I saw a qu quasar that I needed, and uh, <laughs> I am. I might have to re re research that. Um, so let's get into it. I guess. So let's get yeah, let's get into yeah. this. The first book is going to be. The Defenders, Volume 1, Issue 90, from December 1980, called Mind Over Mandrill. And that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. And as, as you can and see... We have a PowerPoint. I'm sorry. This w works really well for podcasting. Um. <laughs> it's so great that you have a PowerPoint. <laughs> Well, there's an audience. I mean, it's so much better. <laughs> yes. This is unbelievable. <laughs> and so the, and the great thing is, is that, so about this cover, you have Mandrill, mm -hmm. one of the uh, ape-based villains in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. And I have to say that, I, I was like, ape-based? <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking about this. DC does apes right. Marvel doesn't really pull that out I feel like you know I, I, feel <laughs> I feel like this was like one of the they got an old script from the Planet of the Apes TV series <laughs> okay <laughs> hey, let's dumb it up let's and put it, it in a book it was fan, it's fantastic it's pretty great it is it's great so uh, but this is uh, so actually I have a question for you Graham um, you're a comic book guy uh, what do you know before going into this book what did you know about the Defenders it was one of those titles that I remember reading as a kid uh, and never got that into. I was like, and I was reading through this, and at first, you know, when you sent these, I was like, oh, awesome. I was like, oh, that's why. This was dumb when I was nine. <laughs> so, and it's still dumb today. Yeah, yep. it's, it's, it, just, it just felt like one of those like cheap attempts at... At like, well, the Avengers works and the Justice League works. Let's come up with the Defenders. Literally, literally the Defenders is a team where Doctor Strange is like, I need some guys. I don't care who. And we'll, we'll get this uh, Ersatz Batman. That's not Moon Knight. We'll get uh, a woman in a cat costume. Mm -hmm. And we'll get the Hulk. And Jeffrey, it's, it's literally like... Hey, remember all those submissions for uh, comic book uh, characters that we didn't buy? Yes. Uh, <laughs> we can probably get those in it's a dollar yeah. bin. It's, 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 it's the, the Defenders is the equivalent of going to Ralph's and seeing the uh, clearance uh, bakery, items. bakery items. Yeah, clearance cake. <laughs> yep. And just like a bunch of different donuts and scones in a package, but it, but, but in comic form. Why would I spend form. seventy-five cents on eight-year-old donuts? That's a great idea. That's yeah. the difference. So so let's let's get into this though. Let's get right into it right off the bat. Uh, the, the book starts out where uh, Mandrill mm -hmm. is. Um, He's, he has he has a fem force. Yes, he has he a does. bunch of women. I would just like to know how I join. Well, you, you would have no reason. You you would be well, joining because Mandrill has the mutant power yes. to control women by his pheromones. What? Yes, that's right. By his form, he just smells great. You guys, so he just controls um, all of these uh, hot babes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which we don't have that on the screen yet. Oh. I'm sorry. We didn't do all but, but, but we do get a little bit of a backstory for uh, young well, this, Mandrill. This is like the exposition. <laughs> like they literally. We have them up here. They are fan. These expositions are fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Because it's kind of like, it's like, man, you know, my life's been rough. Back when I was 10, I wore a polo and I got hit with a rock. Yeah. And uh, my dad hated me because I looked like a giant head in a blanket. <laughs> 
My simian appearance aroused fear and elicited torment from my classmates, from my classhood peers. Like, not even, it was, it's, we got to get into more of this because yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone is explaining everything. Everything. It's like, a, they, they said, write this comic as though no one even knows what a comic book is. <laughs> or a story. <laughs> or a story. Or how to exist. Like, the, the daredevil is trapped in a bank vault. Yes. The women the, were controlled by Mandrel to trick him into a bank vault. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't. If they had that power, they didn't just like tell him to shoot himself in the face or whatever. No, they just put him in. A bank well, he did. But they they, they 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 can't control him. Oh, they can. The women, the Mandrel could control the women. Though, and if. if, if you know, Daredevil is being told by women to shoot himself in the face. He's like, why? <laughs> All right. right so, right, right. so what's happening is Mandrill's taking his femme army and he's going to New York because he's going to fight somebody. And it's actually, it's actually the best thing is that his, and we'll probably see this later on, but he has a cover. His cover of his organization is the Women's Bank. Yeah, well, it's my favorite thing. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll see it. And it's it actually like, just says the Women's women Bank. Women money, like what? Women's Bank, and that's. Yes, that's all it is. Can't wait to go to the men's supermarket later. (laughs) So, nineteen eighty. I think yeah, nineteen eighty. But uh, so as Mandrill is uh, in his ship to get power or control is to be controlled by a a monkey, like a monkey, yeah, (laughs) super villain, eight base super villain. Yes, that that sounds right. Um, So Mandrill's getting all of his ladies, and he's going to New York to like take it over or whatever um so as he's doing that we cut to the defenders in their house yeah they see they had <laughs> it's like a suburban house yep, yep, and they yep. have like a housekeeper they live right next to like vision and scarlet witch in uh, leona new jersey <laughs> it's just like literally like a house and so they're like hey they, they just <laughs> well they all live in the same cul-de-sac yeah their kids play yeah, it's, right. it's cute barbecues yeah, yeah. um so they're like, okay, we have to go to Kyle. Kyle's in- Kyle Richmond. So Kyle Richmond is Nighthawk, and Nighthawk yeah. is on trial for something stupid. I don't know exactly what it is. We don't know. But Nighthawk we is basically like Batman, but like with a yellow joint on his face, and he can, he actually has a bit more, like he's he's a bit more violent. Well, he's actually less violent, but he's more willing to kill people. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're like, "All right, we're gonna go see his trial. Let's grab some food." And the housekeeper's like, "Well, well I hope you like beans because that's all that Hulk bought last time you." <laughs> when he that's went right. Shopping. And issue ninety was it nine? Was it ninety? Uh, ni- so it'd be eighty-nine. Issue number eighty-nine. The Hulk went to the store and bought all those beans. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> And literally, <laughs> what is this? Why did he? I don't understand. Is that what? What reference is that? Is that like a gamma ray uh, superfood? Yeah, it could be it, it, it very much because you know it, well, that's how he jumps so far because he's farting so hard, and that's where he gets the he's able to fly through the air. It's like oh, he's flying. So no, he's just full of gas and he's just pushing his body across states. It's a propellant. So this is like. Like his spinach, like popcorn. Yeah. Yes. Arr, I need spinach. And Hulk needs like, beans. Arr, beans. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I, I kind of like how they're just kind of like, hey, you know, beans. I'm too good for beans. Yeah. You know, but but literally, they're so they're, they're that poor that they the defenders, you know, superheroes. Poor. You know. This this frame is a, is. A, 
there's no purpose for this. This no. is unbelievable. It's like he's beans like, well, I got a few dollars left with a scowl yeah. on her face. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so having this whole conversation about what superheroes are going to eat. Boy, that is fantastic. <laughs> Nothing is more engaging than, wait a minute, hold on, Avengers. Like. Meanwhile, in the super med supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, we gotta go, you know, fight Ultron. I'm not on an empty stomach or not. Get the beans, Hulk. <laughs> Quick, get the protein smoothies. <laughs> Where's the Weetabix or whatever? <laughs> He's got to shred. Can I have a bowl of shredded wheat to go? Do they, you think they probably like the, the old woman's probably putting like Cheerios into some baggies and just yeah, handing them out yeah. at the door? It's all carrot sticks. sticks. Trail, trail, yeah, it's a trail mix. Trail yes. mix, carrot sticks, and baggies. Energy. Yeah, <laughs> it has their names written on all the bags. Well, these are often questions I have when I when I think about Batman when he's out on patrol. I'm like, well, when's he get time to eat? And there's actually one Batman issue. Batman doesn't eat. Well, no, there's one issue where um, it was uh, the Kevin Smith Batman's where he told uh, Alfred to make him a sandwich and then he picked up the sandwich and he was eating it and I saw it. So, so uh, just as an FYI to everybody here, Sean loves pictures of superheroes eating. <laughs> Especially if they are in costumes. So anytime you find one, you can tweet it at him. He'd be really excited about that. Right, so, uh, yeah. Somebody out there listening needs to draw up some superheroes eating. Yes. Send to Sean. <laughs> just do the Last Supper, but just put superheroes there. Oh. Yes. I'm sure, yes. I'm sure that has to exist, right? That has to exist. It has yeah. to exist. So uh, what's next? So um, they leave and they go to White Turret instead of White Castle to go have some burgers. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Is that just like product placement in the 80s? Just like You're not allowed to product placement in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, White Turret. Um, but as they're doing that, we cut to the woman's bank, where Daredevil is... He's trapped. He's, he's trapped in his bed. He's trapped in his vault, and he can't yeah. get out. And he looks like he's he's, he's been. Well, hold on. This is where we need to. This is how uh, these are thought bubbles coming out of Daredevil. So this is how a superhero uh, thinks. Um, he goes uh, first. He's talking about I'll give Mandrel credit for his originality instead of abandoning me. Keeps me in the thing. Okay. And then he starts referring to him as Mandy in his thoughts. Mandy. <laughs> oh, that's right, Mandy. <laughs> Actual commercial bank, I guess lack of funds is not one of his problems, but he made a mistake locking me in here. With my super sensitive hearing and sense of touch, I can, easy, I can easily manipulate the uh, tumblers on the vault door. Yeah. <laughs> do you do that in your regular when you regularly think like well thank god I can uh, press uh, Sean's phone number on my iPhone because I remember how to spell Merrick <laughs> if we all narrated our lives the way superheroes do like lunatics <laughs> just, just every just like, it's like man I, I you know, it's just thinking it's like you know by putting one foot in front of the other, I can walk <laughs> to step Arby's. And step. And yeah. step. And step. Uh, <laughs> Thank God I've got a stove that works so I can cook up food. <laughs> if I turn this. If only I had a thing to open this can that was an <laughs> opener to open up this can of beans that the Hulk bought me. 
<laughs> so anyway, so he's, um, he's he's trying to figure out a way out with his super senses and whatever. Uh, and as that's going on, uh, the Hulk and Valkyrie go to Doctor Strange's so he can borrow a suit. Because they're going to the, to, 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 the uh, to the trial. So he borrows a suit. So a suit, wait, 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 a, this will come back. So just remember that he borrowed well, Doctor Strange. He borrows a purple suit, purple suit to match his purple constant pants. Yes. So just, that the just Hulk keep wears. that in mind. He got a suit from Bernie Mac. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty, pretty much he, he, he bought a suit from Samuel Jackson that he wore to the uh, Oscars in 1999. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so as that's going on, um, Hellcat is trying to get her stuff back because they're like locked in Kyle's place. Oh, wait a minute. There's some great stuff with Hellcat's uh, cape. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yeah, she has like a, like a special it is, uh, it's like telekinetic. Yeah, she's got, uh, let's see, uh, here's what I'm after, my shadow cloak that I, I confiscated from Vera Gemini's Agent of Fortune. Um, I'd hate to lose it, not with the cloak's uh, properties as a dimensional doorway. <laughs> okay. She this to herself. So she's got a dimensional doorway cloak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So these guys literally just pulled words out of the bowl. Yeah, they really did. To make this. Yeah. They were like, just throw it down, guys. She's got a cloak, and it's a door to dimensions. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was like Mad Libs, but Marvel. This comic is Marvel Mad Libs. So she gets her awesome cape, and as she's running out, oh my god, the Fem Force shows up. Oh, yeah. She starts fighting them, and I just want to show you that this panel right here is just an array of crotches. Yeah. <laughs> just look at, look at all, I mean, they're she... lovingly rendered butts. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, the, the one right before it is where, again, she's telling the ladies, uh, do you have a, she says to them, do any of you have a, telekly, uh, a telekinetically controlled shadow cloak? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if one of them was like, yes? And here's what the, the, the femme fatale say. Her cape moves like a thing alive. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is just laser sharp dial. It sure is. So as that's going on, one of the, she like throws a, sword at this vat of pheromones which opens and now Hellcat has been she's been dosed to the fem force so as that's going on um, Daredevil has devised a plan to get himself out of the bank vault by <laughs> using Wait, I just want to say this now, now everyone watching and listening might be like well no Hellcat's drowning in the pheromones oh, no. becoming evil upside is she's got a job at the woman's bank right I mean yeah she could she could totally buy a better breakfast than beans. <laughs> she can get all the crazy shadow cloak capes she wants. Yeah. Finance pays well. That was a real like that's kind of like an upward career move for her. <laughs> <laughs> so um so Daredevil like uses his stick and it has the, the spring. Baton, yeah, yeah. His baton. And he gets the phone. He finally he gets he gets a phone. He's able to this is the from the, from a bank vault through a vent to dial the operator and have her direct him to the courthouse. So he can call the courthouse to tell them to hold on. 
Yeah. During his trial, because that's because that's how that's how it works. But, but hold on, here he goes. You know, please. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You have to speak. I said connect me to the Manhattan Federal Courthouse. Then the operator, very helpful, very thrifty, says. The, that number is in your directory. You can save money by dialing direct. <laughs> and then he literally goes, I'm blind. <laughs> just yells at her, and, oh, please hold the moment. It's actually funnier when you think about him yelling at this woman about the, how he's blind. If you imagine if it's uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yelling at her, it's like, I'm blind, you idiot. <laughs> I don't have a directory, and I'm blind. Please, it is urgent. <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? It's not a tumor. <laughs> so after we cut back to the courthouse and there's a lot of trial stuff and Valkyrie's mad and whatever, really it doesn't matter. So yeah, court, yeah, court, court proceedings matter. in an actual. It's, 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 it's this is like episode one Star Wars you know sequel prequels. You know, oh, basically, like most boring. Like, well, let's get him talking about what they're gonna eat. Uh, <laughs> let's get him trying on a suit, and then let's have some pre-pre-trial uh, basic uh, language. They might have just—they might have just—they might have just shown the jury selection. I, I feel—I feel gypped that we didn't get to see that. I'd show the jury like driving to the courthouse, finding a place to park. Well, I, I, what I really, what I was really hoping for was that. At one point, you know, maybe one of the juries could have been like, hey, I can't make, I have a conflict. I have to leave and go teach in Germany for a month, you know, and then they have to find, a, you know, like the extra person. And then the Hulk farts because he's got beans and he ruins Dr. Strange's purple suit. Right. You, know. you, you got the white castle on my telically kinetic uh, cloaks. The white turret. White turret. Yeah, sorry. So as all this is going on, like... Daredevil's partner apparently gets this phone call that, you know, because Daredevil was calling. And then he tells Kyle that yes. Daredevil's like in a bank vault. So just as that happens, Hellcat and her femme force walk in to uh, start fighting at the courthouse for some reason that is yet to be determined. <laughs> for no reason, though. Well, because they're under they're under Mandrill's control, so he's probably like you know he's like he's, she's doused in his goo, right? You know, his his, his life goo. And Valkyrie, Courthouse. Valkyrie is just nuts. Yeah, she's a crazy person. She's just fight yelling at everybody. Everything's <laughs> a crazy fight. It's like oh, yeah. Valkyrie. She's, oh yeah, she's like, calm down. <laughs> she might need some counseling. I yeah, think that's yeah, really yeah. what's going on here. Like a manic episode. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was the White Castle. <laughs> So well, they're so small. She's probably very angry that they're not. They're not. Uh... They need to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I can fit like four in my mouth at once. This is bullshit. <laughs> These are overrated just because you can't get them. Like, remember when you couldn't get Coors? <laughs> <laughs> that, I would love to see that line of him. <laughs> Valkyrie's just like, damn it! I wanted my banquet, Coors banquet, and I couldn't get it. And, it, and it's just like like three pages of her telling about talking about her favorite micro brews. Oh. <laughs> It would fit right in. It would, it would. Um, so when these the femme force walks in, uh-oh, Valkyrie's under their control, and they're all trying to stop her, and then the Hulk's like, oh, don't hurt the pretty lady, and then he does that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great because the Hulk turns into uh, Robert Urich from Spencer from Hire. <laughs> This is, uh, this is this is very sad. Or 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 as uh, initially I thought, uh, Peter Tarkanian from uh, Presser Luck. <laughs> no whammies, indeed. <laughs> nice. I also want to say this is another panel uh, where crotches are uh, featured heavily. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being pounded. <laughs> yeah. He's just really giving him elbow drops. Uh, 
So, but the, as you can see, what happened to Doctor Strange's suit? It's ruined. It is no more. Thankfully, though, he was wearing the purple pants. I, it would have looked weird if they were like khaki. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, the whole the whole can't be wearing, uh, you know, like look, he wasn't wearing like a Vince McMahon suit that's just you know, <laughs> salmon and plaid at the same time. Like he's like you know, like uh, Doctor Fa- Doctor Strange is actually a big fan of Don Cherry, so he's just got a bunch of like really like ugly like plaid like suits. So they just now they just justify and just like oh he's always in yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rip any more suits. Oh, Hulk! Hulk says Namaste or whatever. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> namaste, but Hulk will just pronounce it. Namaste. <laughs> I'll give you credit for that. No, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> so you do a lot of yoga together. <laughs> I call it. It's constant. I call, I call it yoga. <laughs> I have to go to Pilates later. <laughs> um, so Keith like puts on his co- Kyle 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 puts on his costume, rushes over to the ba- the women's bank. Women's bank. Freeze of America. Or freeze Daredevil and Daredevil's like, hey man, thanks. Of course, the cops show up and they're like, Daredevil, you're a nice guy. I can't wait to hear the story you've got for us. You're hanging with this. Hey, hold, they're not like mad. It's like you're you're always one of the good guys. You're hanging with this chud. Yeah. yeah it's. Yeah, that's what cops do. Of course, go <laughs> freeze. They go backstory. They go, they go, they go, they, go, they look at like you know, like uh, that doesn't happen to Whitey Bulger. They're like, you were always a good guy. You know, you're hanging out, you know. <laughs> so they're like, sorry to disappoint you. We don't have time to explain. And they of course break right through the top of the ceiling, causing you know thousands, yeah. thousands of dollars don't in damage. Door. No, wouldn't want to do Fuck that. Doors. Yeah. We're the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> To go join the fight on top of the courthouse where everyone is feeding, uh, fighting the Fem Force. It's a friggin' party. It is a party. And there's Hulk's throwing stuff around. Daredevil shows up and he's getting manhandled or lady handled. Yeah, he is. Um, so all that's going on. And then as that's going on, uh, Mandrill is leaving, and he's taking his favorite mode of transportation. The cab. The taxi cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super villains. <laughs> what if he doesn't have the money? Well, thank God, the only female cab that's right, yeah. in 1980 New York City is driving. Yes, indeed. You know what would be great, actually? It's because I like, I like this. Like She's like, so, pal, you're going to a punk rock party or something? <laughs> and like the next panel is like him at a Gigi Allen concert. <laughs> Just covered in human waste. Yeah. Man, the Gypsy Motherfucker was a good bet, good song. <laughs> so as he drives away, um, I can never remember this guy's name. Does it matter? No. <laughs> no. Keith goes up Bat- to Hellcat. Colorful Batman. Kyle, Keith, whatever the hell. Colorful Batman goes up to Hellcat, and he's like, the only thing that I can do to help you is to electrocute you. Uh, so that's exactly what he does. He makes her, like, put her little claw thing into uh, a voltage line, so it electrocutes her and frees her from mandrills. Might as well no. kill her, but no. But um, Just shock he, out he, the he, weird... Yeah, Sh- shock, he says, shock out the female hatred He literally thinks, he goes, blasted, I'm holding back from really fighting her. I can't bring myself to risk hurting Patsy. Literally two panels later, he electrocutes her. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your own good, <laughs> This is because I love you. But you made me do it. <laughs> 
Look at what you made me do. Oh. I have to electroshock you. You just quit hassling me. <laughs> so Hulk, so we got Hulk and Valkyrie having it out. Hulk, uh, you know, knocks her out, and she does she get away? I think she gets she away. Does. She right? comes on her he, Pegasus he and she flies away. Knocks her right into her Pegasus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Convenient. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Which is good. So she flies away, still under uh, Mandrill's control. And uh, he drives away in his cab, gets to wherever he's going. It's a free fare. <laughs> free fare to wherever free he's fa- going. Straight up free fare, because he's just like, you're not, I'm not going to pay for this. She's like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we cut back to the courtroom, because what's happening in the courtroom is really important yeah. to make sure that we have the final panel uh, showing rocks falling on one of the attorney's heads. <laughs> so that's how this comic book ends. This uh, that yeah, that's. <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to get the next episode. I was gonna. That's, that's, that's a question we ask: Is that would would you want to read the next issue of this book? No. <laughs> no. I don't care what happens it. it is like the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Like I, which I don't even count them. Right. I don't. Someone said there's I, there's been three Star Wars movies, and then those three are actual. I don't know if you know. This is a little. There's there's three. They're actually three educational videos about intergalactic trade tariffs. That are studied by college students at Naboo. So that's common. People get that mixed up. Those are really long educational videos. Well, you know, they're very thorough. It's a graduate program. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's very intense. Actually, I took out student loans to attend those movies. It was... uh, it was a very. It was because it was valuable. I needed that, you know, that space, that space trade information. Oh, I mean, you use it every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next book we have is World's Finest, Volume One, Issue One Eighty Nine, from November nineteen sixty nine, called "The Man with Superman's Heart." That's right. Now, I just want to take a moment to uh, bask in the glory that is this cover. (laughs) Because we've got Superman underneath the sheet. All you can see is his boots because he is dead. You have a doctor talking to Batman who's also, I don't know, in the morgue for some reason, but not dead. (laughs) He's having a party. And the doctor says to him, before he died, Superman willed his super heart to you, Batman. Are you ready for the transplant? And Batman says, no, I'm not worthy to have his heart. I know someone more deserving. There's a lot of pre-surgery shouting. It's, it's, it's good. Which happens quite often. <laughs> I, know, I know that uh, you know, in, my, you know, in the surgeries that I've had, I just you know, kind of have, like, you have to have that banter, you know? That's how you get, that's how you, they, they get you worked up so you can go to, you know, they can knock you out and stuff. And they're like, all right, yeah, all right, all right. He's, go, he's, he's just going to tire himself out. We'll just cut him open. <laughs> It's like dealing with a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So um, we start out here with this lovely picture of Superman laying on a table and Batman barely holding himself up because his best friend is dead. Um, and it says, your two favorite heroes, Superman and Batman, in one adventure together. And Robin. Don't forget Robin. Yeah, Robin, Robin's Robin. shoved in there somehow. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Robin is useless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, because it's not about him. It's about Batman and Superman and their, uh, and their loving relationship. <laughs> their loving, caring relationship. So uh, we start this comic book with a bunch of people sitting at the park. 
uh, having a nice day. Nice day in Metropolis. Really just enjoying this day in Metropolis. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, what's that thing coming straight for us? We could move, but let's just sit here and wait. No, they move. Actually, I have to say, to, to the credit, move, they, they do. Move. They move. They move a few feet. Okay, they move like three feet to the left, and they're like, I hope it doesn't hit. I hope it, oh, look at that fiery doom <laughs> f- flying towards us. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's From just sky. It's fine. <laughs> let me let me just scooch over. Whatever it is crashes into the ground, creates a crater, and it is a mangled Superman who's very, very mangled. Uh, and they're like, oh, my God, so sad. Uh, somebody pulls him out of a hole. He's dead. Cue the Our Lady Peace song. <laughs> Superman's dead. And then so then we have a montage where we even get an illustration, but I didn't put it in the PowerPoint, of Richard Nixon. Uh, yeah, giving a, a shout out to Superman because he was so great and like the United Nations in the classic like everyone you know one guy with a weird you know yeah hat Middle Eastern Turkish hat and mm-hmm. everyone that, so everyone at the what's wrong with the woman from is that, is that a British woman with her face she's got mumps or something she must because she looks like she has mumps but she's also wearing a crown yes so she wants to look fabulous while ill so that's the <laughs> 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 so uh everybody is dead Super bloke. <laughs> Super bloke. Super bloke's dead. Super bloke. So we cut Coming to from Alan Moore. Daily Planet Office. <laughs> I would totally read Super bloke. So we cut to the Daily Planet Office where everybody's really sad. Lois, of course, is crying. And Jimmy is upset. Everybody's sad. And they're like, oh, man, he's never going to do anything great again. And Batman just shows up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm here. Uh, you didn't ask for me, but I'm here. <laughs> nobody asked me to come. Uh, here's a will that he just happened to write and give to me uh, like two months ago. In a sealed envelope. <laughs> In a sealed envelope. <laughs> Let's open it, shall we? Not like through a lawyer or anything. These jerks, you know, these jerks just write stupid things to each other yeah. and just do just just for the hell. It's like this, like like the premise of all these world's finest books are just like dumb shit they do to um, um, to amuse themselves. What I really hope is that they open that envelope and it's just a picture of a dick. <laughs> a super dick. <laughs> That's all. It's just a drawing. Uh huh. Made you look like it's like oh he uh, that Clark. Oh, you know. Superman. <laughs> Superman, he doesn't have a will. He's an alien. This is already better than Batman v Superman, you guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they open it up and they find out that Batman or uh, Superman has decided to will his organs to a deserving person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, oh. yeah, <laughs> this just they then they they put. Batman immediately is in a table, like, yeah. ready to do it. They're like, you don't really need an organ transplant because all your organs are working fine. They work very good because he's Batman, and he's very he's very You're athletic. A healthy individual. Well, who's the instruments? Another doctor? No. Supergirl is going to fly yeah. in with special... Right there. Well, my favorite thing is... And there that, they are. So, so the instruments, if you can if you see them here... Uh, you have an oyster shucker up top. Yeah. You have uh, a series of compasses. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> basically the way to, to operate a Superman is to do just trigonometry. I think there's also a lobster fork in there. Yeah, a lobster well. fork. Like re- re- hammers your doctor hits on your knee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's also one of those things, too. I use that to open up oranges. <laughs> Like to kind of peel them. Oh yeah, and then uh, squirt gun. <laughs> yeah, squirt gun. I would also like to point out that Superman created these instruments 
Oh, again, two months before his death. Just FYI. Uh, just in case he ever needed to be cut but, into but, but pieces. But I, I do want to point something out in the, on the cover of the book. If you go, if you go back to the cover real quick, you don't have, mm-hmm. you don't have to. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, I guess you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you see that the instruments on the table are nothing like that. Oh no, they're regular instruments. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got some forks and scissors <laughs> and. <laughs> The surgical fork. Surgical fork, yes. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, that reminds me of the uh, the one. I read this one issue of I think it was a Justice Society or an All Star Squadron where uh, Wonder Woman used a surgical blowtorch. I thought that was, uh, you know, so 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 this is kind of like that, I guess. It's right in there. So, uh, well, you got for, yeah. There's a great Caesar's ghost uh, <laughs> line. Uh, oh yes. From, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Perry. Perry. The, the Daily Planet. They just pressed the button. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just He's got one up. of those things in the back of it, in his back. You just pull it. Hey, Mr. Perry. Great Caesar's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Supergirl brings the instruments, and Batman sees him, and he's like, "You know what? No, I'm out." And he just because he was, as we saw earlier, laying on the table in his costume, he just stands up and walks away. Which, which I'm telling you, okay. He's th- like, th- "This is okay." First no. of all. Pre, I mean, to actually have a surgery, like he's not hooked up to anything, like no IVs, no, uh, you know, no. blood supply. You know, I mean, nothing. Nothing has been prepped. He's fine. Not a damn thing. He's wearing Still the same clothes you walked in. He swung in on. He's wearing his shoes. <laughs> he's wearing his shoes, and the doctors are just like, "We'll just cut him open. It's cool." The belt doesn't take off the utility nope. belt. Nothing. Nothing. Not a, are they just? I mean, come on. I mean, you can't perform surgery that way. Nope. But apparently in this world you can. And, but after he sees these crazy instruments, he's like, I'm out. So he jumps up and he's like, I'm not worthy to receive the transplant. Wait until he deserves it. Uh, a great scientist or a statesman, you know, these parts are going to keep. Yeah. Statesman, <laughs> yes. Statesman. Guys, Anthony Weiner desi- deserves <laughs> Batman, Superman's lungs. Who doesn't? So uh, they're like, all right, well, they cut Superman up into pieces anyway. <laughs> Chop this. And they're like, let's go see what it looks like. Like, let's see all these pieces in, oh, like, jars. Is- but then you see this. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, this scene is censored by the Comics Code Authority. So it's just like a black panel with, like, speech bubbles over Because you don't want to see actual superhero meat, uh, body meat. Now, but the thing is, it's like, okay, first of all, Superman again is an alien. Why? And I know that you know we, Jen and I, have this discussion oh, a lot um, about whether or not Superman really does have human body parts. He has a dick for the last goddamn time. He has a dick. I know. Okay. Well, right. But I mean, you know, for for him to we be like, this a lot. like he's got, you know, a proper lungs and proper like uh, retinas. These are the arguments you guys have. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is what I love. Often, often. A nerd marriage argument is just like, Superman absolutely has a dick. There's no way he could have a dick. Do you want to know? I have been trying to tell him Superman has a dick for about, what, three years at this point? What it took for him to believe me was that scene in Man of Steel where they show that random naked baby. Oh. And I was like, like, well, I guess it's canon. It's canon. I'm like, oh, sure. Believe the stupid movie over your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid movie, indeed. When the baby was was buck naked. See? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, but, I mean, but still, I mean. Lois isn't hanging around for the flying. (laughs) That's my point. That's my point. So, um, so yeah, we have the comics (laughs) going Authority, and then they bear. Man of steel, woman of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> I ignore that. <laughs> so they, uh, 
they bury Superman, and then it's like, oh, come back for part two. And there's actually part two. a literal part two, which I didn't put in the PowerPoint, but you can see here as I'm holding it up, it says part two. And this um, is the, where it just gets insane. Right, it doesn't oh, make it was, sense. Like, wait, it wasn't insane already? That Superman just got up out of non-prep surgery to... <laughs> to or Batman? I mean, no, come on. It gets more insane. It gets more insane. Yes. Oh, yes. well, it, it gets better, because I think, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see in a second here. Yeah, so Lex Luthor, of course, has to show up, and he's, like, at Superman's grave, pissed off because he didn't get to kill Superman. <laughs> he's, like, super pissed. At the same time, Bruce Wayne takes a phone call from the commissioner who's like, hey, we need your help because there's, like, a, the gang of four or something. Who's The gang of four? The, the, yeah, the, they're going to perform anthrax like, at the yeah. Middle East in Boston. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I love a man in a uniform. <laughs> so Batman and Robin run the off. The gang of four. Uh, speed away. And at the same time... We have another car, which looks like a doorstop. Yes. So this is Lex's oh, car. Oh, yes. <laughs> this doorstop thing is the car that Lex Luthor drives around. Uh, so he picks up all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. In, you know, in his one seat. One seat <laughs> one doorstop. So he's driving along, and all of a sudden, an alien comes down from space, because that's cool. And what happens? Well, how would you know that he's an alien? Would it be the dialogue that says, you're obviously not of this planet? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? That's says, bullshit. You I, probably, he, he could very well be. What if he lives in, like, you know, like, Poughkeepsie or something? You he know? could. <laughs> well, I mean. He's Mongolian. He, well, kind of like a, a, a Mongolian Skeletor in thigh-high boots. <laughs> it's kind of what he looks like. And so this guy just happened. I came from a male strip club in Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a ride in your doorstop? <laughs> So this guy shows up just to tell Lex Luthor that uh, he was in space, Superman was in space, Superman saw him, started a fight with well, him. Because, he, because this guy apparently is like... He's a space pirate. He's a space pirate. R. And he... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? R. You mean R? R. There you go. Was, I, was, I, was, I was just... I had to, I had to get up. <laughs> so, so he is a space pirate, and apparently he's the baddest of the bad, and Superman's like... Uh, yeah, look at look. I saw I saw your ship. Fly, I saw your parachute flying, and let's I'm, fight. Let's fight. You know, I'm gonna instead of talking or anything, I'm just gonna punch you in the face. So they start fighting, and this guy has like the new 52, <laughs> 30, year, 40 years before. So this guy has like a belt thing that like zaps Superman, but it like kills him. It's but a plasma he death belt. Die for a while. I don't know how it works. It like. It's fatally wounds him, but he doesn't actually succumb until he's like falling onto all those people at the playground. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a good plan. Yeah, it's a great plan. So he, uh, this guy's like, all right, well, and Luther's like, you cheated me, and the guy's like, eh, you know, just FYI, he has his body has been cut up, and they're gonna put it into deserving people. Just you might want to know that. All right, I'm going back to my planet now, and he leaves. <laughs> they took him to a sizzler, and they made, <laughs> they made, they made. They made uh, uh, they, they, he's gonna be he's gonna be hidden in the hot bar, and you have to find him. <laughs> I just love that this exposition that this guy literally shows up in this comic book just to tell Luther about oh, yeah. the organs, and then he gets back in his ship and leaves, and you never see him again. He never. Good job, guy. That's it. End of this. Good guy. job, loser. Um, so then, meanwhile, Metropolis, Batman, and Robin are kicking asses. Yeah, they're throwing their taints around. Yeah, they're tr they're trying to you know fight this gang of four and then they like shake some guy down gang of four gang of four whatever <laughs> are they going to tour with new order later yes 
<laughs> so uh, Batman shakes his guy. He's like, tell us what you know about the gang before. He's like, I don't know anything. And so then he hands him off to the cops. And somehow he's become 19 feet tall. Yes, clearly. <laughs> he's been drawn in this way where the cop is so little, but Batman is humongous. Those are some fine legs. Yeah, and yeah. they always That's render like Batman's legs. Like, yeah. Nice. How <laughs> <laughs> about a little bat <laughs> Loving bat shank. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman v Superman better just have a lot of bat shank in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that's it's gonna save that. You know, like like there's just gonna be a scene where uh, you know Ben Affleck with his lovable bat shank is just gonna you know put his leg up on a desk and he's be like, and Lex Luthor's gonna be like, Mister Mister Wayne, I did I uh, whatever that line is from The Graduate. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Whatever that excuse line me. is from The Graduate. You know the line. Yes. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> that one line of dialogue. <laughs> so, Are you trying to seduce me, Mr. Wayne? Hey, I did it. There you go. Yay. Good job. Yay. Yeah, I have a film degree. <laughs> Proud of you, babe. <laughs> so Batman and Robin like speed off and find out that there's somebody trying to steal Superman's organs. And oh my God, it's Lex Luthor. I have a question. Why, 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 did, why is it that they didn't? If they're getting all these organs out, why why don't they just go for everything? Right, like that's my question. Like, I assume somebody they only go for a the certain heart. number of. Organs. Like, why not his kidneys? Right. You know, because obviously he's so human, he has these great kidneys. He could totally filtrate every piece of booze in the world. <laughs> his stomach. I mean, he would be the, the, the chili eating champion. I can yeah. drink for days without <laughs> having any trouble with now these super kidneys. Is that what Lex Luthor's <laughs> plan is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna, yeah. So right, he's gonna do one of those competitions where you have to keep drinking to win a prize, <laughs> and he's like, "I need these kidneys." He's like, "I'm the only guy who can do that." I can, win, a milk I can hold my wee for wee, a wee. <laughs> Every night, it's gonna be like my twenty-first birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, they start trying to fight Luther, but he's got this weird belt where he can like phase out again with the belts. Stuff. He's dressed like a kind of. Like a garbage man? Yeah. Yeah. Garbage man guy. Yeah. But here, then he gets really creepy because he's like, Batman, that's why he's so rich. He's got great benefits. But then he karate chops Batman and he goes, But on the other hand, I can touch you when I want to. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) All right, Lex. (laughs) Thankfully. It's getting a little rapey. Uh, So they. He fights Batman and Robin. He escapes with all the organs, and he drives off in his off in his doorstop, and he starts circulating the word that he is going to auction off Superman's eyes, ears, hands, and lungs. Yeah. So he holds an auction, and all these bad guys get together, and they start bidding, but there's this one dude that looks like this. Clearly, Hunter S. Thompson has uh, joined the evil side of Metropolis. <laughs> and he is trying to, he outbids everybody. He gets Five all the things. Million. Five million. This guy must work at the women's bank. <laughs> <laughs> the women's bank representative is here again. Uh, so he wins. And uh, then I love what he, he says. Like Luther goes up to him. and He's like, you won everything. And he's like, here, here's only 10% of the cash. I'll give you the rest after you perform the surgery. And Luther's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. 
Lex Luthor, the dumbest garbage man ever. <laughs> Instead of being like, uh, no, this might kill you. I want the money up front. <laughs> this is really dangerous. And he's like, nah, that's all right. The way he goes, here's 10% of the dough. You get the rest after the operations. Lex Luthor says... I like a cautious man. You will be the recipient of the super parts, Mr. Paris. <laughs> That's how that transaction goes down? Uh-huh. Yep, That's yep. That's how super villains talk. We're, we're, sa- we're, we're good to go. And apparently Lex Luthor, very trusting. Doesn't need a contract. Doesn't need anything. Very trusting man. Criminals have always known historically have been the most trusting people. Of course, of course. So Lex is like, oh, by the way, I'm doing the surgery myself. So, what is with the unqualified, uh, uh, most unqualified doctors? I don't care. I don't care if he's qualified. I don't care. He. I don't care, person in the audience, if he's qualified to do anything. Unmiked guy in the audience. <laughs> so he's like, I'm gonna do this. By the way, Paris guy on the screen. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, can you assist me? That guy's not qualified. Just <laughs> I don't know. Look at him. He looks like he's got some sort of uh, surgery degree from a Miami this university. From DeVry? Dude, I was, was going to say, like, you know, like, uh, ICDC College is where guy these guys are, okay. these people are doing this here. This is, this is uh, you know, easy. On a cruise ship, you better damn well believe I can perform a surgery with superhuman parts. <laughs> So it turns out that of course I own Doctor Love by Kiss. Uh, I, I, I calls me his doctor, right? I own the single, <laughs> the German pressing. I'm good. So it turns out that the people that Paris, Mr. Paris here, was buying these organs for was the Gang of Four. Uh, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're just uh, they just finished their tour of uh, Belgium with uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, and now they're here. <laughs> So Luther performs the surgery. He has them hang out and get ready for their, you know, heal up. And once they heal yeah, up, they, they actually the, the operation here like is pretty. You know, it's, it's, it goes really well. Yeah, it actually goes well. I mean, they, they, and, better doctors. And they are able he's a, he's to transplant all these things. So as you can see in this panel, we have these guys uh, breaking tables. And listening to things and upending chairs with super breath. But my favorite is the guy lighting his own cigar with his laser vision. Yes. <laughs> As that was the first thing he probably did with his laser. Instead, instead of just blowing a hole into a wall like all of us would have done. He kind of looks like Clark Gable. And he just looks all suave and shit. And you're just like, you know, maybe that was a good purchase. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, the ladies will be fantastic. He's like, can I light that cigar for you? Zap. <laughs> Howdy. I'm Clark Gable. Look at my eyes. <laughs> so uh, I like I like uh, I like this poor what was it the ear man he's just got like this really oblong head yeah you know to, for all for all that superhuman yeah to be contained in <laughs> and then he got and he got uh, the guy with the lungs who's blowing a chair over. blowing a chair mm-hmm. you know I, I mean you, you know, they're all just testing their stuff out in this small room I mean why not go out in public you know get some get in some trouble oh, but, but no they're going to. oh they do oh, yes really? that's right they're going to because they're like all right we're all good thanks so much Lex <laughs> and they the guy goes to, who has Superman's hand goes to open the door and he rips it off the hinges and he goes so long buddy I kind of forgot myself when I opened the door better get it fixed ha 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 and Lex is just like I will Dan <laughs> <laughs> thanks for ruining this office <laughs> and then he's like I never told him about the one part of Superman I didn't sell and instead of it being his penis it's his heart <laughs> so but he it looks like goldfish 
in this panel. It looks like he. Well, here's the thing. It's a, so the heart. The heart looks like it was stuffed into. It's really tiny. Into right? like a small like. I mean, how do you fit the heart into like that that uh, opening? It, it, well, it looks like the heart has two parts to it. Right. It's like, but he just smashed it's it in like. Puzzle. He just, <laughs> 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 like ripped in half or something. That's not. I don't know. Maybe Superman has two hearts. Maybe he just maybe his heart is just like it's it's a it's a figurative term. It's just a bunch of like you know pieces that you take out and then you right. just throw. It's yeah. like it's like a stew. He has a <laughs> stew heart. Oh, like a chipino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's like a fi- yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a you know you can get it you Italian, know. Italian uh, seafood stew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's delicious. They that's what they serve at um um uh, Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, great. It's, it's great. Yeah. And uh, so that's how this book ends. Yeah, it just ends with that. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's We're done. Out right I, got now. Heart. I got his. I got. I got his beef heart. All right. So, so the question now is, Graham, would you read the next issue of this book? I think I would have to, yeah. because I want to know what the creep gang of four is going to be doing. This guy's just going to walk around and go, I can break any door. Like, like, <laughs> just ripping them off hinges. I want to know what, what Lex Luthor's going to do with his heart. Yeah. I would want to know all these things. I want to know, now then, how does Batman solve this or fix this? Oh, he does nothing. He, he, just, <laughs> he, 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 just, does a, he just probably just goes and gets, you know, uh, I mean, he just he just complains, <laughs> you know. He's like, how does he? I mean, obviously, they got he's got to round these guys up and put super, make Superman whole. Right. So I don't know if you noticed, we never saw Superman's face in any of this. So it's like, oh, wink, zoinks! It was a fake <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Those wacky Superman. Ah, Jared L. Ah, For being the last Kryptonian, there sure are a hell of a lot of Kryptonians hanging around. Yeah, you know, they, just, they scatter. They They're like just... multiply, man. They like roaches. Yeah. Like so when everybody from you know after Katrina went to Utah. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Totally like that. <laughs> It's like the Northridge quake. They all moved from, you know, California to Colorado, and that yes. was all the... Yeah. Yeah. So, John, would you read the next issue? I absolutely would. It's probably batshit insane, and I, I need that in my life. And I would read it as well. And actually, we have a synopsis for the next one. We're going to tell you what happens. <laughs> That's right. World's Finest number 90. It's called The Final Revenge of Luthor. The, quote, death of Superman proves to be a hoax to get evidence on the big four. And the transplanted organ... I thought it was the gang of four. Well, I'm... Have you been calling it? I, I, have we been? I've been. Yes. You've been calling it the wrong thing the yes. whole time. Yes. So all of my '80s uh, new wave jokes have been, been for naught. No, yeah. we rarely call things by their real name on this podcast. <laughs> I understand. I pronounce qu- quasar quasar. Backwards. Qua- qu- quas- qu- quasar quasar. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna read this. The death of Superman proves to be a hoax to get evidence on it's so the. Great b- to know how your guys' dinner conversations are every night. <laughs> this is it. This is the, the defenders inspired us to do that. You know. The- <laughs> we just sit around with cans of beans. Um, so a hoax to get evidence on the big four, and the transplanted organs are only mechanical parts from an android duplicate of Nim L. Oh, the, the secret of Nim L. The Nim L two thousand. The bodies of the big four reject the organs at the same time. Batman and Robin at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Batman and Robin try to save Ace Shane, the recipient of the defective lungs, but Lex Luthor stops them, and Superman is not in time to prevent Shane's death. Oh no! Batman says that the other three may be helped through surgery. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you know, because you, you, I'm sorry, your rotten hands. 
are not going to be. You might not. We might be. We might I'm be sure able to fix this. Because now, because well, a poor guy doesn't. He's not going to. You know, they got to find another hand transplant. Two hands. Mm-hmm. The other guy needs some eyes. You know, and then this is, I mean, this is really evil. But yeah, I mean, this is like this is, sinister. It's really screwed up. That's why that's, this guy's eyeball. Some of these really old ones are just <laughs> they're something else. Yeah, like they're people being mean. Like Superman straight up kills a guy in one, but it's okay because he's an alien. Oh, so it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he just he, he just vops aliens with his eye eye beams. Just vop, you know, just knocks them out of existence. You know, and it's like don't worry, he was an alien. It's okay. <laughs> It's all right, guys. So I'm a good man. So that's it. That yeah, that's it. That is it for worst collection ever. Um, thank you so much for attending. Um, we made it, and uh, thank you so much to Graham Elwood. Thank you for Graham, being here with us. This, uh, you? Uh, you can listen to my podcast, Comedy Film Nerds. Yes, uh, comedyfilmnerds.com, and uh, of course the Los Angeles Podcast Festival that I help produce is September 18th through the 20th. Um, and you can get tickets for that, hotel rooms, whatever, at uh, LAPodfest.com. And we're going to start putting on sale pretty soon a live video stream. So if you can't make it out to L.A., um, you can use uh, coupon code Sideshow Network and save $5. And for 20 bucks, yeah. you get to see all of, like 40-some shows and panels all weekend. And then we archive all the video for three weeks after the festival. So check that out. It's a blast. It's, uh, it's Comics on Comics has done it in the past. It's a, it's a lot of fun. If you're a podcast fan, you need to be in L.A. in September. It's the Super Bowl of podcast yeah. festivals. It, it, it really is. It really, it really is. is, guys. It's good. Yeah, Sean, you were on a panel last year. I was on a panel because I, 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 I make money in podcasting, so I got to talk about that, <laughs> about being having a job in podcasting. It's true. You can do it. Well, that's the great thing is people are, like, moving to L.A. to work in podcasting now. Because that's where it's at. That's where it's at. So come to LA Podcast. And you can maybe maybe you yourself can come here to the famed Comic Bug in Manhattan Beach. That's right. So once again, thank you to Mike and June from the Comic Bug yes, here in Manhattan Beach. This is a fantastic a really store. You guys need to go to thecomicbug.com, check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two locations here in LA, one in Culver City and right here in Manhattan Beach. And uh, this place is rad and they were very nice to have us here. Yes. So thank you again, guys. Yes, and Thank you to Sideshow Network. Thank you to Comics on Comics, mm-hmm. Vito and Juan. Uh, you guys are very, we're very, very gracious. And I guess, uh, Jen, where can people find you? I am at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, uh, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, and jenstansfield.wordpress.com, where I continue to slog through every single episode of The Gilmore Girls and write reviews about it. So, you know, just check it out. I'm doing it. She's doing it. Yeah, I did. I'm season three. So, yeah, and, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean, S H A W N. Also on Instagram at the same thing, and uh, my Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. So, uh, once again, folks, thank you for joining us here on Worst Collection Ever, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.